All right, on this episode of I Had to Say It, we're going to talk about something that is going to come up more often than once in this uh, podcast, as long as I'm the one who's behind this microphone, because it's something that I'm thinking about all the time. And uh, when I start having guests, I'm going to have I'm going to want their feedback on these particular issues as well. And realistically, I welcome anybody's feedback. Uh, there's a Facebook group for I Had to Say It, and you can also message me directly through uh, Anchor FM, my uh, podcast host. And I would love to hear you know feedback from everybody else on it. But today we're going to talk about rights and responsibilities. And the thing is, particularly in this country, I mean, beyond basic human rights, everybody's always screaming about, I have the right to this, I have the right to that. And it's true. We do have rights. We have a lot of rights. We have rights that are guaranteed by the Constitution. We have rights that everyone as a human being deserves. Basic, fundamental rights. And it's summed up pretty well, you know, if you look at the Declaration of Independence and and we need to be more careful about how we're applying it because it's still not being fairly and equitably done. But at the end of the day, every human being should be allowed to the, the rights that are stated therein life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, that's the first thing I get hung up on because so many people seem to think they're entitled to happiness. Like, I have the right to be happy. No, you have the right to work towards being happy. You're not owed happiness. You're not owed by society. It's not everyone else's responsibility to make you happy. And realistically, if you're going through life thinking someone else is going to make you happy or someone else has to make you happy, You're never going to be happy. Happiness is something you need to do for yourself. It's a decision you make. It's it's a a stance that you take. If you want to be happy, you have the right to earn happiness. You have the right to go after happiness. You're not owed happiness. And that pretty much applies across the board to every single right that people claim is you have a right to it. You are not necessarily owed it. You have to do something in return. And that's where the responsibility side of things comes in. If you want these rights, if you want freedoms, if you want, you know, the things that we all feel we are entitled to, there is a certain degree of responsibility that goes with getting those things. Whether the responsibility be that you are obligated to drive towards the things that will provide these things to you or something even more simple and basic anybody that knows me knows i am a very staunch supporter of the second amendment and i i'm not crazy militia level you know actively doing things saying it's protected by the second amendment is i right but i am a firm believer that you know, the right to keep and bear arms, the right that was put in the Constitution for a reason. And I'm not, you know, saying this from some compound out in the middle of the woods where I'm dressed in camouflage and night vision goggles sitting, waiting for somebody to come get me. But at the end of the day, that was put, that clause was put in place specifically to stop the government from saying you can't arm yourselves. Because in the event of things turning tyrannical or unbearable or just things getting so off the rails that society can no longer operate under the structures that are in place, we are supposed to be able to defend ourselves on par with what is going to be thrown at us. Realistically, that can't happen. The military machine has evolved to the point where we can't have drone strikes, we can't have, you know, 
tanks and mortars and explosives and and high-yield nuclear weapons. That's not realistic, and thank God, because realistically, there are people walking the face of this earth that I don't trust with anything more dangerous than string. And some people I wouldn't even give the string to. So the fact that they can't get certain things is a good thing. I'm not saying it's not. But, conversely, do I think, you know, that people should be banning so-called assault weapons assault weapon is a made-up term created to inspire fear in people anything you use to attack another individual is an assault weapon i could find an assault scratching post if if you break into my house there's a real good chance that i'm going to take the kitten's scratching post and i'm going to try and jam it down your throat it that is now an assault weapon you are going to be assaulted with a with a thing made out of cardboard and wood it's it assault weapon is a meaningless term automatic weapons is a thing semi-automatic weapons is a thing the the people who say you know well the when they wrote this stipulation they were talking about muskets no okay muskets shows up in the constitution and in the declaration and the bill of rights Anywhere in any historical documents related to the founding of our country and the regulation thereof, it shows up exactly as many times as the phrase nuclear bomb or machine guns. It's not there because it wasn't relevant. The right was put into place to be inclusive of any of the technology that is available at the time, not specifically to the technology of the time. It's the structural concept behind it. The average person has the right to defend themselves from any form of tyranny. It doesn't say with what. And here's the part where a lot of the, you know, diehard, you know, I got a right to have me a machine gun and a mortar launcher and everything else. A, I do think, yeah, if you if you wanted a machine gun and you had the resources to get one, do I think people should be able to have machine guns? Yes, I do. But here's the caveat to that statement. I believe everyone should exercise their Second Amendment rights. Liberals, conservatives, I don't care what bolt of cloth you consider yourself cut from. That is a right we should all be exercising, and the recent unrest in this country has proven that it is a a necessary thing. You need to be able to defend yourself when the system is failing to do so. Otherwise, when things really go sideways, you've got survivors and you've got victims and nobody's going to be beating their chest saying oh well you know you don't have the right to have that molotov cocktail you're burning my house down with i i didn't do anything to you no your house is going to burn you're going to be homeless you might be dead the the thing about it is though the responsibility comes in the part that is hand in hand goes along with your rights you want these rights i believe everyone should have and exercise these rights the massive increase in requisitions and purchases for firearms since the whole viral pandemic that's been the lion's share of what's been going on in 2020, the uptick in firearm sales, there's a shortage of ammunition pretty much everywhere now because people that never had guns, never considered themselves gun people, are going out and trying to arm themselves. And the first, the initial weeks of everything starting to go sideways and people starting to be genuinely concerned things are going to get worse before they get better, saw people that literally had, up to that point, been staunch anti-firearm. They didn't believe 
private citizen should own guns. Call the cops if there's a problem, et cetera, et cetera. And these people were going into gun stores trying to buy guns and then amazed that they couldn't put down their money and walk out with something. We have federal background checks. We have gun control in place already. These are the people that are screaming, we need more gun control. And then when all of a sudden they decide that they need to get a gun to protect themselves, and then they go to a you know sporting goods store or a gun store, or you, know, you can go to Walmart, and they plop down their money, and then they're confused that they have to wait to pass a background check. Like, and I get it. It's a weird process for some people. When I moved to Illinois and I had to convert from a Wisconsin mindset of I'm 21 with a driver's license, I'd like my gun, please. And even though I still had to fill out the background check and wait for the clearance, I didn't have to do anything else. I took my hunter safety classes. I, I have safe firearms handling training. I, I'm good. I moved to Illinois. I have to fill out more paperwork. I have to f- make get another form of ID made, basically, that says I'm allowed to own or purchase firearms or ammunition it, it is what it is that's the responsibility side of things the people that don't get that the ones that are screaming gun control and you shouldn't have it all of a sudden start dealing with all the roadblocks they wanted put into place and they see oh look there are hoops you have to jump through oh look there are things in place now the responsibility of that comes in a lot of these people the first time firearm owners I think it's a great thing I think everyone should learn to shoot Everyone should learn to maintain their firearms. Everyone should learn to be proficient with their firearms, how to properly and safely handle firearms. I think it is a very important thing. And the problem is a lot of these people that are panic buying are not getting any training, do not have the background to say, okay, this is how you safely handle and store firearms. This is how you safely handle and store ammunition. This is how you carry a firearm without putting a bullet in yourself or someone that's around you. This is why you don't chamber around and lean your shotgun up against the fence when you're trying to climb over the fence when you're going hunting. Why? It's one of the basic things they tell you. You don't chamber the round because if the gun slips and falls, it's going to go off. It may discharge into you or someone in your party. If you're lucky, it doesn't hit anybody or it hits a tree or the bullet goes off in the air and flies and hits somebody else because during hunting season, there's plenty of other people out in the woods. You may not see them. You're taught to be careful. You're taught to be responsible. And realistically, that's the price you pay. I am completely in favor of it. I think that is a good idea. I think everyone should be taught responsible handling, responsible safety, responsible control. How to maintain your weapons. Apply that to everything in your life. We need to start maintaining the things we own instead of having a disposable mindset. Because we have a responsibility towards not only ourselves, but everybody else. It comes in with, we have the right to own these things. We have the right to buy things that make us happy. Yeah, that's great. But we have a responsibility to make sure that our personal happiness is not infringing on anybody else's life. Because that's kind of where the line is supposed to be drawn. You can have your happiness. You can have your rights. You can have your freedoms as long as you're not infringing on anyone else. If if your happiness comes at the expense of my health and well-being, you're not going to be happy because I'm not going to allow that. Responsibly, we should all understand that just as a given. But the thing is, a lot of us don't, and we take it for granted, and we just assume that because that's what we want, that's what's relevant, that's what's important, and that's all people focus on. And for now, that's what I just had to say.